to another episode of the Planet Fantasy Podcast, and we're your hosts, Damon and Kyle. Kyle, how's it going? Not bad, man. I'm tired, but I'm ready for a draft. How are you? I'm good. Spoopy season is alive and well. <laughs> I'm full deep into my uh, 31 movies of Halloween, and um, I'm loving it, you know? Uh watched Creep last night. Ooh, that was you fun. Think? Very unsettling. Yeah. Like parts where i like okay i don't i don't know if i can like keep looking right now because it's just like i don't want to look at this peach fuzz is an all-time just oh god <laughs> um but yeah uh let's bring in our our guest today and it's your favorite agent of chaos the grand thad himself thad how's it going i am fantastic Let's go Red Sox. Let's go Jawa boys. <laughs> yes, yes. Jawa boys. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, Dad, uh, have you been binging anything lately? Uh, you know what? I don't think I have. I've I've kind of just been caught up in the, the Red Sox run right now. So just That's kind right. of just enjoying it. <laughs> it. It's a great time to be a sports fan right now I'll, I'll say it is peak sports season kyle uh how's your binge going are you binging anything fun yeah i'm also uh in the middle of my my halloween watches um i just watched carnival of souls earlier today which is fucking an absolute mindfuck it's from like 62 and it's oh, wow. only a little over an hour long it's like an hour and 18 minutes maybe which i think was perfect because it's it, it feels like an extended episode of the twilight zone um and it like was made on a shoestring budget kind of like night of the living dead like the director plays one of the like ghosts in it it's it's really cool it, if anything i like can appreciate how it's kind of like a landmark in psychological horror um but i've been you know on tv i'm i'm rewatching the haunting of bly manor which is you know if if, if a mike flanagan thing is not my number one it's still mike flanagan so it's fantastic anyway and it's still great it's just slower than his other stuff but it's you know super great i love it i love it um this is a great time of the year there's there's spoopy there's sports there's all kinds of stuff to to dig into and we have a very awesome fun podcast for you today guys it was announced earlier this year that we were getting a new animated theatrically released movie of the teenage mutant ninja turtles that's right produced by seth rogan and his uh company point gray productions and i am so excited and that's what we're here to do we're going to be casting the voices for the turtles because of course that that's why wouldn't we like that's what <laughs> we do and also Along with the four, we are getting two wild card picks. So you can go anywhere from, you know, 
maybe Shredder to Splinter, maybe Casey Jones, maybe you want to go way out there and, and go with, you know, the fifth turtle if you, <laughs> if you want to go go that route. Um, we'll see. There's a lot of options, and I'm excited to see which way we all go. Kyle, what's that list game? So tonight, the list game, because we're talking about the Turtles, the list game is going to be TV shows that then received a movie adaptation or a spinoff. As long as that TV show got a movie, we're just going to name the movie. Um, so, Thad, you want to kick it off for us? And then Damon, and I'll go third. Yeah. All right, let's start with uh, let's start with one of the obvious ones. We'll go uh, Mission Impossible. Nice. Adam's Family. Uh, Masters of the Universe. Mm. Are we wait? We're doing TV stuff too. Wait, isn't that a spinoff I, of He-Man? Yeah, that's the movie, right? Yeah, Masters yeah. of the Universe is the eighty-seven movie. Yeah. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, the Dolph Lundgren terrible movie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, Miami Vice. Nice. Flintstones. Um, let's see. Oh boy. Uh, uh, Serenity slash Firefly. Nice. All right, that has to be a TV show first, right? Yeah. Correct. All right, so um. Uh, Charlie's Angels. Nice. Nice. That's a good one. G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, this is tricky because I don't remember what came first, the movie or TV show. I'm going to say Vanessa Mars. That might have been a movie first, though. Ooh. Wait, Vanessa Mars. Or what is that her name? Am I completely ruining this? <laughs> oh, Veronica? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so private I'm out. I'm, I'm out of the list <laughs> at your service played by kirsten hill that's gonna be like my new name on the podcast is vanessa mars jesus christ okay i'm out <laughs> oh my god i'm never gonna live that down <laughs> oh it all it happens it happens to the best of us uh kevin i mean kyle <laughs> um that oh boy um <laughs> Oh, uh, 21 Jump Street. Nice. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, you know. That's obvious. Low-hanging pizza. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Let's see. Like, uh... sewer level. Oh, uh, are we counting The Simpsons? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I went and saw that movie in theaters, and that was a fun experience. The Jetsons. Nice. Hmm. Of course, now I'm thinking of all these, like, oh, that and that and that. <laughs> Sex in the City. Nice. <laughs> I hate to do it. Are you going to call last... Kyle a Samantha? <laughs> No, I'm a Vanessa. Uh, isn't he a Carrie? 
I don't know. I don't know my Sex in the City people. <laughs> Did I insult Kyle just now? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Is he a carry? Everyone I'll take the BuzzFeed us. quiz tomorrow. <laughs> we'll update everyone on the next episode. Uh, wait, what's happening now? Did I say something? Is it my turn? You Is it your turn? It's it's your turn. God dang it! I was about to say something. Y'all ruined it. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, the last Airbender. Oh, oh no. no! I know. Boo <laughs> <Boomy>. me. <laughs> okay, fine. I, I will match you, and I'll go Dragon Ball Z. Ooh. That's incorrect. Wait, what? It's Dragon Ball. Oh, Dragon Ball. Okay. I mean, yeah. We're, we're, are we letting it slide? Are Let's we, let are it we... slide. Let's let it slide. Okay. okay. Well, we'll let it go. <laughs> I'll be nice. Shut up, train. Um, I'm thinking here. <laughs> I'm blanking here. Uh oh. Five, four, three. I can't think two, of anything. I'm. Shut up, block. I'm black. No, I can't think of anything. All right, Thad, you have one more. <laughs> um. Just a multitude. Uh, let's go, SpongeBob. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, there. I mean, there's so many. I just, I was trying to think of one in particular, and then I blanked, and then I couldn't. As I couldn't as, bounce back. As soon as I dropped out, I thought of robots in disguise, Transformers, and I was ah, like, God, God damn it! <laughs> I admit, I thought of that earlier, and then I forgot it. All, All right, right Dad. I've been trying to rack my brain. I can't remember for the life of me. What is the name of that movie that was a TV show? And I, it was a uh, starred uh, Steve Carell and Alan Alda and Anne Hathaway. And it was a really great TV show. Oh, oh Get Smart. Get Smart. Thank you. Yeah. Jesus. Great show. Oh, that was a fun movie. It was. It was. The Rock was awesome. actually really funny in that movie. He was. I'm a big Anne Hathaway fan, so that's fair. Yeah, that was a that was a fun one. Um, okay, Thad. So, what's the order of this draft? Ooh. Okay, I will. I will go first, and then. Uh, let's see. Vanessa will go second, and God, Damon will go third. <laughs> 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 I love it. All right, Thad. Your first pick. You going turtle? You going wild card right away? What's the strategy? Hmm. You know, I think I might go with my wild card right away. Wild card. I love are, it. Is, are we whispering? Are we going wild card? <laughs> wild card. ASMR. All right, everyone. I'm going to pick the wild card. <laughs> he loves uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to pick my wild card. It's going to be I'm casting for April. Ah, okay. 
Uh, I think you know it's based in New York. We gotta have, we gotta have a Latina. We have to have one. It like we gotta get something. We gotta get someone like a Boricua, uh, you know, Dominican, someone. So right off the bat, I am taking Zoe Saldana off the board for April. Oh hell yeah. Yes, I I have nothing to say about that pick except yes, please. <laughs> She's amazing. Um, I want her in all IP. She's slowly working her way through through multiple IPs. Yeah. Um, she's great. I love her, especially as April. Um, are you gonna go young April? I'm gonna go with the seasoned veteran reporter April. So not not like a not young enough to where she doesn't where she's still like grinding her way up more like i'm an established reporter and i just happen to run across oh there's some man-sized turtles going around (laughs) (laughs) okay i dig it kyle what do you think yeah i love it i agree with i just put her in everything i mean she's she's so good i yeah this is perfect um I, I know that we didn't really say this on the top, but we we can certainly pitch our ideas of plot because they really haven't released anything about that yet, just about the director. Um, but I love that you went with April first. Um, I'm glad that she's going to be involved in the story. Uh, I've always been a fan, so yeah. This I, I even rewatched a couple episodes of the 2012 series, which I think is a super underrated series, by the way. Um, it is, and she's a lot of fun in that series too. So I yeah, this is a great pick. I love it. I love when April is very integral to the storyline of episodes or movies. Like I just find like if used properly, she definitely enhances the story. Sometimes she gets in the way if they do the story wrong, but I absolutely love it when, when she's just like really fun, really smart. And she's just helping the turtles in any way she can. I love her. And Zoe's going to be really fun in that role. I think very like, outgoing and just like very I, I could see a very confident april with with zoe as her voice mm-hmm. um, i take it that that's a very good one uh is it a mistake we'll see i don't know maybe maybe you should have gone turtle we'll we'll have to see if that works out for you <laughs> kyle you are second and are you hitting us with a turtle I am. I. It's only a decision of which one. Um, yeah, and honestly, this is one where I actually wasn't worried about getting things stolen because I feel like with a voice cast, you can just really go. If, if Invincible has shown us anything, you can just throw anyone in an animated show and give them money, and it might work. Uh, shout out to John Hamm in that first episode of Invincible all of a sudden. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm going to go with Leo as our leader. Uh, Leonardo, you know, he's he's the leader of the bunch, and I, I need someone who has kind of that presence. While they're not on screen, they're still going to have that, that vocal presence as the uh, the big man of the bunch. Um, I'm going to go with someone who's very, uh, I don't know what the word is, but in demand right now. He's kind of everyone's favorite right now. He just starred in a fantastic Marvel movie. Got to go with my boy Simu Liu. Uh, big fan love Shang-Chi and he is just on fire right now. He 
the king of TikTok right now. You can tell he just really doesn't take himself too seriously because he's just there, like talking about how the Eternals is gonna are gonna break Shang Chi's records in a couple weeks, and he's like, "Well, it was a good run." Like he just seems to not. He has such a good sense of humor, and uh, yeah, I think he would be super fun as Leo, especially playing off of the rest of my cast, which I hope doesn't get stolen. But I think that uh, with this movie, you need to establish right away. One thing I loved about the 07 movie was that they actually like they made some distinctions between each of the turtles. So they weren't all of the same character. And I, I like that a lot. So I want Simu to have that leader presence as Leonardo and maybe play with like a, a Leo who kind of takes himself too seriously and gets made fun of. And like, is like the boy scout of the group. I would love that. Um, but overall, like I just want to see his chemistry with the rest of the turtles. So i got to go with Simu. I love that. Uh, if anyone has listened to our Effies on Shang-Chi, I, I love Simu. I think he's going to be a... He, I mean, he, this has essentially risen him to a star. I want to see him in everything possible. All the action movies, the comedies, he has both. He's he's such a good like hybrid of that. Um, and I love that for Leo because I think it adds a little bit more of a related relatability to leo if you make him a little bit more more not even more comedic but just you know a little bit more normal as a teenager as i was gonna ask kyle are they teenagers in this is are you they going are. older okay yeah that's the fun part too about animated stuff is you can cast full-grown adults but still keep teenager characters and it really doesn't matter but yeah i'm gonna keep them they're on the younger side um, I'll just straight up say for my, one of my two wild cards, I didn't cast splinter, but he's in the picture. Um, I'll leave that up to Seth Rogen and, and co to cast <laughs> splinter, he but he's be in the picture. Oh, if he's not, I'll be so mad, but yeah, he's, he's in there. I didn't cast him, but so these are, yeah, these are young, young turtles that are still kind of figuring things out and figuring out how to be a team. I love this pick. I'm mad. I did not think of him. <laughs> Yeah, I wow, that is fantastic. Uh, that's already my MVP, like short, like early runner for this draft. That is fantastic. Oh, yeah, that how you feeling? What do you think? I, you know, I really do like this pick too. Uh, I think he's, I think a lot of people who haven't seen him on like Kim's Convenience, I think this is something where if he's if he were casted in this, he would really surprise a lot of people. Yeah. And I really do like that, uh, you know, that the both of us so far, we picked people who have kind of comedic backgrounds. So it, I think we'll match really well with the, uh, so far, with the Seth Rogen portion of it. I right. think it's important in any Seth Rogen movie that you've got some kind of comedic background a little bit. Because I can't imagine he'll just do a straight movie with no jokes every now and then. Right. I mean, aside from the fact that the turtles are originally like super violent and like <laughs> dark, since then they've been, you know, comedic. They've been yeah. very funny, and you know, if you're doing the teenagers, they're still kids, you know. So I, it's going to be that route. Not to mention, it is Seth Rogen. So even something as like dark as you know the boys, it's still hilarious and and yeah. So For I sure. have no problem, you know. I think that's going to be hilarious. I can't wait. Any more thoughts on Leo uh, in the movie, Kyle? Or uh, did, he, did he say everything he needed? Uh, 
Yeah, I'll I'll get to plot details once I cast my next role. But I will say, just because as we know on this podcast, I hate naming things. I came up with an, a, a decent title. I'm t- I'm calling this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Strange Worlds, and that will make sense later. Simple. I wanted to keep it simple, but it'll make sense when I explain the plot. Interesting. I like it. Um, I actually didn't name the movie for once. I was just thinking <laughs> of the actors. Um, give me until the end of the of the episode, and I'll, I'll have a good name. So, Perfect. until then, we'll go to my first pick. I'm also going turtle. I'm going to go with Michelangelo, who's just like we were talking about before. Comedy wise, he is the comic relief. Like he is the funniest one. He's always just really throwing out the catchphrases. I mean, come on, he gave us Calabunga. He is. He's just the guy that is just the goofball, you know, and I want someone to hopefully I hope they give him a lot more character development and just pathos than just just the comedy uh, in the movie. And, you know, I want to see the turtles a little bit more fleshed out. So I want I went with someone who's going to be good for the uh, comedy, but someone who also can do serious, someone who's able to be dramatic and someone who I think will be able to grow with Michelangelo if we get those sequels, which I think is a big possibility with this movie and the team behind it. So I'm going Jack Quaid. Ooh, speaking of the boys. (laughs) Speaking of the boys. Huey himself, okay? Son of Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. This guy is, is kind of popping up everywhere recently. Uh, the boys he's also a voice member on star trek lower decks in which he's hilarious so this that's honestly why i I felt like he would do really well in this role and also he's going to be a star in the upcoming scream five or scream whatever you want to call it he's just calling it scream i hate that so much (laughs) (laughs) it's like but it's the fifth one people are going to call it scream five yeah no matter what but anyways, Jack, I think, would be a really fun Mikey. Um, like I said before, everything co- comedic, dramatic. I think he's just going to get better as he with all his roles. And I think he's going to fit really well with my cast. So that's my first pick. Thad, what you think? Uh, my first introduction to him was, like you said, in The Boys. I didn't really, I gotta say, I didn't really know much about him. Then when you look at him, it's like, oh, he does look like a Quaid, doesn't he? <laughs> he does, but he's not like them. <laughs> but he's not like them. He's not like he's them. Not like them. Right. We should preface, he's not like them. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? He has been impressing me. He's he's good. I don't know much about him other than the boys, but everything I have seen him in, and he is he's good. He does have good timing. Thank you, thank you. Kyle. So my introduction to him was actually uh, the Hunger Games, the first one. He That's plays, right. I think, Marvel in that uh, movie. One of the career tributes. Always um, for. Yeah, they always. Well, that's the point. It's like he was such a throwaway character. But I remember I was like, I had read the book, so I knew who he was playing. But I was like, okay, throwaway character. It doesn't really matter in the end. But this guy has got something. I was like, he's, he seems different. I want to pay attention to what he does. And then obviously, yeah, I saw the boys and he's just. 
he's so good. Like that that show needs a Huey to to be as good as it is. As dark and like fucked up as it gets, it needs that moral center. And he plays it so earnestly and so sincerely. And I feel like if you take that and it, that's like a perfect way for him to play Mikey. Like I I would love to see. I'm excited to see the rest of your turtles because depending on who they are, I think he could play off them really well and like be the the moral center, but also the comic relief. But like you said, he can also bring some pathos to the role. And um, I'm glad you mentioned like fleshing out the turtles as characters. That's one thing that I think I have. The Ninja Turtles franchise has always been a franchise that I like. I've never had any real like attachment to it. I think that's because I didn't grow up with the movies or anything. I, I came to all of it later on in life. Um, sorry, friend of the pod, Chris. Don't come at me. Um, but I, I one thing I've always missed in these movies is like real like growth for the turtles. They're always just like very simple characters. Like Raph is the angry one and <laughs> Donnie's the smart one. Like they're just really simple. Like they have very simple traits to them. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I would love to see, you know, how you'll, you'll flesh them out. But I, I have faith in Seth Rogen. Like you said, I'm confident we'll get sequels because this seems like a great team behind it. Um, but this is a really, really great start. Jack Wade is the best. So great job. Thank you. And I mean, you, you see more, of who the turtles are in the comic books so i've read yeah. i actually want to start buying them and reading them um so i i feel like seth rogan it sounds like he's a huge fan so i i think they're gonna do you know do their you, you all saw the piece of paper right that he dropped with the release yes all yeah. of his notes like yeah. that was that so was many so, notes <laughs> i loved it so i went turtle and before we get to another turtle, I'm going to go with my wild card. Wild card. Um, I'm going with going the... with you. Wild card. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get flagged for adult content, Dad. <laughs> uh, um, the antagonist of what I think should be the first movie. Play the long game. It's not Shredder. It's Baxter Stockman. Ooh. Okay. Go with the evil genius uh, scientist, inventor, what have you. Have him be just doing all all whatever he can do to, to be as evil and nefarious as possible. And I wanted someone who's going to, of course, be someone who's not this train that won't <laughs> shut up. We have Damon flipping the train off, ladies and gentlemen. The train has been told not to interrupt this podcast anymore. And a train is rolling ahead right over Damon. <laughs> My God, it looks like Wile E. Coyote out there. And, and I'm back. there goes the middle finger. The middle <laughs> finger is up. As the train rolls past Damon on the window, he's seeing it pass by and, oh, and there's the other middle finger. <laughs> okay. Um, after that play-by-play, play, we're going to go back to our boy Baxter. I want someone who's going to be able to be a little exaggerated, you know. Someone who would, you would say maybe is doing a little overacting, but you want that in a character like this. Mm -hmm. Someone who's not going to be afraid to maybe improv and just hit us with some really funny lines. And someone who can get kind of scary, you know, someone who you've seen that can play someone um, 
what's the word? Intimidating, yes. I went with my boy, Craig Robinson. Ooh, interesting. I think Craig would kill this role. I just, our boy Doug Judy himself, I mean, he's been in so many awesome roles. I think he would get his teeth into this. Seth would be like, Craig, come on over. I got this <laughs> for you. you. Just do, just go all out, be a part of the Turtles franchise. I mean, Craig's everywhere doing like Pizza Hut commercials and like tax commercial, like on a, he's on like three different like ads. He, he's just, he's out there doing whatever he wants to do, whatever sounds fun. I think this would be super fun for him. And I can just hear it now, like his laugh and just, you know, talking to the turtles. I like it. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Dad, what do you think? I love Craig Robinson. I'm, he was actually on my short list for one of my other picks. Nice. Well, I guess I can say what it is now since I can't say it. Uh, if I was going to pick a shredder, I was going to pick Craig Robinson. Interesting. Wow. I would not. Okay. I, I love it. I mean, I'm into it, but that's very outside the box. Well, I'm going more for slight more comedy than action. That's fair. Yeah. I dig that. Well, I'm definitely, yes. Well, in that case, I'm definitely hitting the comedy. I don't know about a super comedic shredder, though. That would be fun. I I would like to see how that would work. Not going to lie. But I'm glad I got Greg Robinson since he was on your, since you were thinking about it. Um, (laughs) I'm just going on the voice. Just based on the voice, I think kind of sarcastic Craig Robinson as Shredder, just kind of (laughs) like... You freaking kid turtles. <laughs> just like <laughs> Wait, hold up, guys, I forgot. Are we mispronouncing his name wrong? Is his name Craig Robinson? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have. Um do you do you like him as Baxter though, Thad? I do. I do like him. I think basically I think everything that he could have that he can do is just great. Like, I mean, he's a pineapple guy now, apparently, in the Pizza Hut commercials. <laughs> I mean, hot tub time machine, everything this guy does is just great. Yeah. He doesn't miss often. And when he does, it's you're just like, oh, okay, he'll bounce right back, you know. Yeah. It just keeps him. Kyle, you a fan? Yeah, I'm also a huge fan. I, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of, like, the first thing I saw him in, because I feel like Craig Robinson has always been just a person i've watched on tv it was probably eastbound and down and he's fucking incredible on that um but yeah he's great i i I would love to see him work with or as baxter i want to see yeah i don't think i've ever seen or heard him play like a villain um so that's well i mean do we count oh that's fair yeah i think i've only seen that movie one time that's why it, it doesn't i know i know i know i know this is like a i'm losing my 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 weed card um but he uh yeah and then otherwise maybe doug judy but that's not a villain i mean that's you know he's jake's friend um so i i would love to see him take on like a darker role but still be craig robinson and be funny as hell doing it i think that would be perfect so i I love that thank you thank you and i mean I, i need stockman to just keep getting his due like he's one of the best villains i think for the turtles and this sets up shredder perfectly 
you know, once he, like, gets foiled, like, Shredder appears or, like, he learns about him and he starts working for Shredder, that's how we get introduced, you know, maybe a mid credit scene, what have you. Yeah, fun stuff. But uh, we're going to bounce to Kyle before he, but before he picks his second pick, we're going to a quick break. And we're back, guys, and we're just talking turtles. And we're to Kyle, who drafted Simu Liu for Leonardo. And Kyle, what did, what's your second pick? Um, okay. So first, I want to paint a picture for you. I had a very... This is fun, because sometimes when we do these fan casts, I don't do... I, I do okay with the casting, but it's tough to come up with story beats. Um... But I had a very vivid like picture of the first scene that I want to see in this movie. Um, so you have basically two parents and a little girl are walking. I don't know where. Who knows? Probably New York, considering it's the Turtles. <laughs> uh, but events happen. I'm not going to talk about the villain because saving him. But uh, their little girl gets separated from them. It's taken away and disappears. They don't know where she goes, but she's not there anymore. Cut to this crazy-looking war-torn place, obviously a different area than New York. And you get this badass in a hockey mask coming over a hill. It's Casey Jones, uh, and he's in Dimension X. And if you're a Turtles fan, you recognize it immediately. This is, uh, you know, this is the universe where, or the dimension where uh, the where Krang's race lives. They're always at war with someone in this dimension. Um, Krang typically travels between this dimension and Earth quite a bit. And we know from the comics and from some of the the series, I think the 80s series established this, that this dimension is where the, uh, where mutagen was formed. The, basically the, the thing that makes, or that, that mutates the turtles. Um, it's a big, if you're a Turtles fan, you see this, it'll be a great way to open the story because you'll know that, oh, we're going to Dimension X, awesome. Um, so my Casey Jones, again, this is a, a Casey who is, uh, the Dimension time moves differently, so went in as a little girl, but is now a full, fully grown adult. Uh, this is a, when we first meet her, is a very, like, hardened, very battle-worn Casey who's been trying to survive in this like war-torn dimension forever. Uh, I'm casting Zazzy Beats as Casey Jones. I fucking love Zazzy Beats and everything she does. Cannot stress that enough. Uh, I know Damon feels the same way. She's just... Everything she touches is gold. Atlanta, Invincible, Deadpool 2. I mean, she could be kind of the same as Zoe Saldana. I want to put her in every IP... Uh, yep, she's in Fingers Crossed, coming soon to your screens. Um, but she is just, yeah, I love her. And I think that I, I want a Casey Jones. I mean, Casey Jones is always fun. I feel like he is the answer to, like, I didn't love the last two live-action movies that much, but I love Stephen Amell as Casey Jones. And I feel like that was their way of, like, we kind of ran out of ideas, so we're just going to throw in Casey. Because he's always fun. He's super fun when he plays off of Raph. Um, it's just a fun character to play with, and I feel like this is kind of this is me taking a bit of liberty with his with her origins. Not really her origins, but Casey has never been stuck in Dimension X. I want to play with that. I feel like it would be super fun. This is a Casey who has never met the Turtles, so they're gonna meet her when they also get stuck in Dimension X. Um, 
how that happens, I'll play with that later on. But she is essentially, yeah, she's been in Dimension X for who knows how long, but she's been basically surviving and fighting off Krang's soldiers and other inhabitants of this war-torn dimension. But Zazie, like I said, is just an absolute icon. So I had to, I had to grab her as, as Casey. Question, okay, first, is this a Casey Jones that's, how old is this Casey Jones? I'm going to say she's probably like late 20s, early 30s. Okay. So it's going to be more like a like a big sister kind of role, maybe, possibly? Yes. There will still be the like trademark competition between her and Raph. But yeah, she's that. a bit of an older character. I I I want to uh, I want Casey Jones to to own me now and um, like Zazie in that hockey mask, like an animated form. But yeah, still. <laughs> no, I'm picturing Zazie. I'm sorry, it's Zaz- I I need a live action uh zazie casey jones story now that's, that's fair <laughs> um, but no this is that that would be great i love that zazie of course is fantastic phenomenal i've cast her in a thing you know in the uh my quidditch story before i want her in everything she's going to keep popping up so might as well have her in this yeah i love the idea of her being casey jones you know trapped in dimension x and the fact that you're going that way I like the idea of that starting off because you're just showing like, hey, we are going big. We're going to go weird. You know, they always seem kind of hesitant to go just go all out in the Ninja Turtles movies. You know, like, yeah. hey, these are like Ninja Turtles, like they're mutants. And, but you're still going to just kind of like, yeah, it's, it's Shredder. It's, it's, it's Shredder again. You know, oh, we're going to go back in time to, to, you know, Japan for some reason. <laughs> God. Um, I don't even remember what happened in Ninja Turtles out of shadows, out of the shadows. Like that's how forgettable that movie was. Yeah. They can, they can do so much more in a story like that. I feel like the world, like the, the nerd culture is ready for it. Like Marvel, the MCU, DC, all that is kind of primed everyone to be like, okay, they they can handle that now as a mainstream storyline. Yes. So this is Krang, right? You're going Krang? Oh, 100%. I want to embrace the weird side of this universe because it's the best part of the universe. I love that. I really like that. I am so here for this pick. I changed my mind. This is my MVP pick. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. You're killing it. Dad, what do you think? Oh, yeah. oh I do like that. Um, yeah, I, it is something that you have to keep wondering about. Just like, why don't they think this is weird? Like, is it just a New York thing where it's just like, eh, giant rats, fine. We're used to this. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just, like this giant is rats, what... cool. Like, giant turtles. That, eh, we've seen it before. It's fine. <laughs> like, I've seen it all. Like, it's New York. Of course we've seen it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I do like this. At least we've got an explanation. And I always associate Krang with um with Mojo from the X-Men. Oh yeah. <laughs> but Sassy, I mean, she's just great in everything. And you know what? I really do like her voice. If we're doing voice acting, her voice is 
she really is great at expressing everything that she wants through her voice. And if you've if you actually know what she looks like, it's almost like you can picture her saying it. Right. So it's not like so I'm sure like if we're doing it as maybe maybe we are going to see like uh like with you if we're doing a Casey Jones with Zazzy Beats, maybe we do get a like a cartoon that looks kind of like Zazzy. So it's like you really can just like if you know what she looks like, you're kind of picturing it and you're like, oh, OK. Right. You know, she's just got she's one of those actors, you know, kind of like uh, who's someone else. That's like, oh, well, I guess people make fun of Tom Hardy for doing it. But <laughs> but <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like. Tom Hardy yeah. is also someone who, even with the mask on and stuff like that, as much crap as we give him for it because he keeps doing it, he does have an ability to project without needing to see his face. Yeah, for sure. He's a great actor. I mean, I you know, I'd I'd love to see him do different roles like that. You know, just see his performance. I'm a fan. Um, Kyle, why are you why are you doing so good? I'm not, this is uh, uncommon. I, I'm not comfortable being this uh, profitable at, at a podcast. But let's see. We're, we still got some picks to go. That's true. So, Dad, what's your pick number two? I am going to go with a turtle. I'm going to go with one of the Seth Rogen. Rogen. Um, uh, regulars because he's always got to put a regular in a movie with him or anything that he does one of his regulars is in everything that he does and I'm going to go with for the turtle named Donatello I'm going with Jay Baruchel nice <laughs> I love that pick that's perfect yes care to expand at all he just has the vibe. I mean, like, so, kind of like like what we were talking about with Zazzy with his voice. If you hear his voice and you know what he looks like, everything that he's done previously, he just has the Donnie vibes. <laughs> he does. I mean, he's he does. I mean, he's trained your dragon. Yeah, <laughs> he's done a lot of stuff. <laughs> Hiccup, my boy. I love Hiccup. This is so solid, though, because, like, you really, his voice has that very distinctive kind of sound. It's it's not just like, oh, yeah, who, who's doing that that voice? Like, oh, you hear it, and like, oh, wow, you, like, you either know who it is, or you're like, I, like, I know it from somewhere, like, it, or it's just, it's different. Um, and especially for Donatello, I feel like he'll be able to nail that so well. You know, he's a little bit on the, you know, on the more intelligent side. He's a little awkward. I think he'll be able to play that up a lot. And yeah, I love Donnie, you know, uh, the purple's awesome. I dig it. Kyle? Yeah, I mean, Jay just has a very, he is, I feel like I might get some hate for this, but I feel like he is the the positive side of like a Michael Sarah type actor where he can walk the line of being really awkward without it being like, okay, this is just dumb. Like, I, 
I can only take so much of Michael Sarah. I totally understand that means that he's a good actor. <laughs> like he's really good at playing that type of role. Um, but it, it almost gets old after a while with him. But Jay Baruchel always has a real likable quality to him, quality to him when he plays that awkward. So he like he kind of centers it in that um, hiccup. I mean, hiccup is such a likable character. And now I'm just picturing like that, but as Donatello, and it's perfect. I, I yeah, that's I love that pick. That's super fun. Hell yeah, Thad. I like it. And we're back to you. Your third pick for the turn. All right. What's for the turn, I am going to take my Michelangelo. And I'm going to give the fans what they want. This person, uh, ever since this person showed up in the MCU, people have been wanting this person to have their own like storyline or maybe a short story, even maybe just an episode about them just basically narrating everything. Oh, yes. I am picking for Michelangelo. I'm going Michael Pena. Yes. That's like a, like a, a masterpiece of a pick. Right. <laughs> so good. Him is Mike. giving the fans what they want. <laughs> That style, like, if he brought any kind of this, any, I don't want the same energy, but a similar kind of energy for for Mikey, a little bit more slowed down, so he's not just rambling, <laughs> but that same kind of vibe, maybe. Yeah, I can see it. I like that. Um, and uh, is do you have anything going on with Mikey in your story that you you came up with or anything? You know what? I haven't really thought about that as yet. I'm just kind of going on who is going to have the most chemistry with each other and who's going to give me the best cast and the best fit for each character that we know. Yeah. And well, I think Michael Sarah, Michael Sarah, wow, Michael Pena is going to. <laughs> <laughs> you incepted me. Um, <laughs> That's your draft pick, sir. You can't take that. I'm picking Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> that that's so, fantastic. I, I think he's just going to be so good at it. Yeah, for sure. He plays. Yeah. All, he can. He can play off of Jay Baruchel super well. Off of Zoe Saldana. Like I just. I think Damon said it perfectly. Like the the Louis energy, but slowed down a little bit is like exactly what you need for Mikey. That's oh my god. I got a little worried when you said MCU actor because I have. A, a person in mind for Mikey. So I, I got a little scared, but Michael Pena is a really, really great pick. Maybe that's my new MVP pick. It's <laughs> <laughs> just going to keep changing. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That. Wow. I, I want to see that so bad that that it's going to be hard to beat that pick. Um, but we're going to try. We're going to soldier on Kyle. We're back to you. All right. Uh, only because, yeah, I had that that moment of panic. I'm going to go ahead and scoop up my Michelangelo just so he doesn't get stolen. Uh, also an MCU actor. Um, he is not a stranger to voice work. We got to hear him in a Pixar movie a couple of years back. Got to go with Tom Holland. I think that he is everyone's favorite right now. He is kind of the MCU golden boy. Um, 
We unfortunately didn't get to hear him as Spidey in What If, but I I thought the actor who replaced him did fine. But I think that he, once I saw Onward, I loved his chemistry with Chris Pratt. And I think that he proved that he's really great with voice work and kind of giving that youthful, he brings a youthful energy, you know, on screen as Spider-Man, but he still brings it with his voice in, in Onward. And I feel like that's what you need for Mikey um, while keeping the comedy up. But like he's proven, you know, he isn't just a great comedic actor when he needs to bring like the serious moments. He absolutely delivers those. Um, like I, I, I'm just picturing Mikey saying, I don't want to go. And I'm like, Oh, it breaks my heart. Uh, but he, he's great. He's, he's such a talented actor and he's, like I said, on fire right now, he's everywhere. Um, so I, I almost am doing this in kind of in prediction of, I feel like this is the most likely casting choice to happen because he's again, he's everywhere. And, he d- dipped his toe into voice work. Seemed like he liked it with Onward. So I feel like if we see Seth Rogen start to cast, or whoever, start to cast these roles, I'm putting my money on Holland as uh, Mikey. But I just, yeah, I would love to see him play off of other characters. This is kind of our way of seeing him play off of Simu before we see it in live action with Spidey and Shang-Chi. Um, so, yeah, I got to cast uh, Tom as Michelangelo. I like that sneaky MCU connection there, you know, see them work together beforehand. Tom is a great pick. I love Tom Holland. I talked about him in length on our debate episode, our face off episode. He's fun. He's very quirky. Like he can play the nerdy, fast talking, witty kid to a T. Like, I mean, that is like kind of what he is as Peter Parker. And when you get him as Mikey, he's going to be a little bit more, normal he's just gonna be like a kind of your own you know your normal kid but still have that energy um so i could see that a lot like i could see him working really well depending on who your other turtles are especially but him with simu i could see that popping really well uh thad what do you think oh i do like this pick um kyle are we how comedy are we going with your cast here? Are are we gonna make Tom Holland just British for no reason, and the other <laughs> turtles just have like no accent at Boy, all? Stop that British accent! But but, I, but that's who I am. But I can't. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to do that. No, I yeah, it, it's gonna be comedic. But uh, I mean, Dimension X is pretty like dark. But I feel like with the voice cast, you can kind of keep it from becoming too heavy and too dark. So Tom Holland will definitely be the key to that. And he'll bring most of the the jokes. Yeah, I won't do a British accent. Uh, you know, <laughs> I won't do it. Uh, you're welcome, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we won't do that. Um, we'll get feedback for sure. Um, <laughs> honestly, I feel like Tom Holland could voice almost every single single turtle and I would be okay with it. Yeah. The only one I would question would be Raphael, but maybe even that, like we saw, I didn't see that movie he made uh, last year, cherry, but that seems like a more like a hard edge kind of role for him. So yeah, I, I, he's a great actor. So I honestly think you're right. He could do all four. That's a great pick. It's not my MVP pick, but it's a (laughs) good pick. Um, Okay. I, I really dig it. And now we're going to my third pick, guys. And I I didn't even decide who I wanted to pick. So great, <laughs> great, Damon. Way to go. We are going to go with my Donatello. 
Um, and I wanted someone who's going to give those vibes, of course, you know, that everything they say, like, okay, oh, wow, like, it sounds like you can believe them that they're this intelligent Ninja Turtle, you know? Um, and he's still going to be fun, and he's still a kid, you know, so I want that kind of energy. And this, one of the, the these people came into me first. This was, I, honestly, I think the first person I cast. And it's just because when you see that movie, you're just like, you want more of it. And then I thought, that's kind of energy, but different. Like, we, we're going with a lot of these kind of people. I'm going Shamik more. Wow. Miles himself. Miles wow. Morales. Himself. He's, I mean, for one, Shamik is so talented. He's got a great voice. I mean, he's do, done that, the video game. He's a singer and rapper. Uh, his He was great and dope. Mm-hmm. Sky's the limit for him. And him as Donatello, I think, would be so fun. And him, along with Jack Quaid, I, I think they would work really well together. Um, and yeah, Shamik Moore. Um, I, I want my Donnie to be fun. I, I think, you know, they miss out when they don't let Donnie be fun. They just let him be, you know, super into his tech and everything like that. Um, so, you know, Shamik Moore. Uh, Dad, what do you think? I did not see this pick coming at all. <laughs> Although I do like it. I do like it. You're going... You're really going for the, uh, like, the mid-teens Donnie here, right? I'm going, yeah, I guess I haven't said that yet. These are definitely teenagers. Dad, I like that you went a little older, but I will say Seth Rogen himself said, like, like, he wants to tell the story of them as teenagers. Like, he wants to show them being, you know, learning and and still growing up. Right. Um, So... I think Shamik Moore would really hit that with Donnie. And I, I have a working title, guys. I don't know if this is my my true title, because the movie's still not released yet, so I can I can change it. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Growing Pains. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, what it's a work in progress. The opening is like the thick opening up from a little baby turtle. <laughs> it's all the baby photos. <laughs> Just um, them sitting in the ooze first and then <laughs> riding their little skateboards. Um graduating homeschool, I guess. <laughs> um does does Splinter teach them? Like, does he know math? Like yeah, I've science. always wondered that. He's like, here, here's how to, you know, break someone's neck. But you figure out arithmetic. So I, um, that's not me. <laughs> Did they learn to read and write? I've never thought about this before. But now, like, the fact that, of course they have. Donatello is, a ge- like, a genius. What happened? Like, how? I want to know how this all happened. I, my headcanon is that they put on the, the trench coat that Raph wears in the original movie and just went to an inner city elementary school in new york and <laughs> no one noticed <laughs> just like casey like, jones in that episode where he's got, <laughs> got, the, got the suit on and he's just like i'm here for my interview <laughs> that's my favorite meme ever <laughs> okay 
Um, that okay. That, uh, let's get back on track. Kyle, are do you like the pick? Should make more for Donnie. Yeah, he's perfect. I I love that you are making sure that Donnie gets to have fun because I agree with you that always feels like a missed opportunity when he's just a very like he plays he's played straight uh so having him be a little more fun Shamik is great I mean he we (laughs) we've talked about Spider-Verse at length on this podcast but the heart and soul of that movie is absolutely Shamika's miles it doesn't nothing in that movie hits as hard as it does if you're not like completely rooting for miles and that has that's completely due to Shamik he's just got such an earnest and like charming voice and he really just gets you on his side immediately um we know he can do comedy as well i I would love to see donatello's version of the the hay and then him putting his hand on someone's like april's April's. shoulder yeah that would be so good uh but shamik is great i I would love to see him play out with jack and then your other two turtles he's yeah that's a really really great pick thank you thank you now to my second pick for the turn we're going to the Leo leader, Leo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make a really bad one. Um, Leo. I dressed up as Leo like three times as a kid. Nice. He was definitely my favorite because I loved the color blue. I still don't. I don't think I can pick a favorite turtle because I love them so much for different reasons, and I. Like, they are a unit. Like, they are a family. And I feel like, I, I don't know, I just think they, they balance each other out so well. And especially with Leo, you know, he's, he's the guy who's, you know, the try-hard, the, the Cyclops of the group, you know. The, <laughs> um, and he's, he's the guy that he's just always trying to do right by, by Splinter and always trying to keep everyone in, on their toes and in line. And as teenagers, you know, I feel like he's, I think... I feel like with Seth and, and the way they get, they might go is going to be, you know, Leo trying to find his way and like maybe still being a little bit on the immature side, you know, and and just trying to figure out who he is. And like is like maybe he's not even the leader yet. Like maybe that's something we find out in this movie. Like he takes on that leadership because of something that goes on in this movie. I actually think that'd be really cool mm. to see happen. Yeah. Yeah. And who better to go through something like that? Than someone who I think just does phenomenal voice work. We've seen him do several different roles, and he just nails it every time. He has pathos. He's funny, like surprisingly funny. You know, um, I don't know. Like, there's just something about him, and he's like literally been everywhere this past year or two. I'm talking about my boy Stephen Yen. Ah, uh, yes. This was my I, second choice for Leo, what I have for Leo. So I'm glad he got picked. That's that's perfect. Yep, he was my first pick for Leo. Damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> yep, he was. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that, I mean, that proves that it's a great pick. Wow. <laughs> wow, yeah. It, committee committee approves. I, I'm so happy then that I've got him now. Um, I did have a good backup, but Steven Yin, I think, just would really embolize what a young Leo could be. He showed us like he's like 40, maybe like late thirties. I, I don't know, but like he plays, plays our boy invincible. No problem. Like this 16 yeah. year old kid, just like his voice has a, has a nice, like 
soft tone to it. It's, it's it's light, so he can definitely still play that that role of a teenager. Uh, you know, the magic of animation. I, I gotta love it, uh, and I'm gonna be you, Steven, while I can. And uh, he's already been in a point grade production, you know, Invincible. So I'm hoping uh, he would do this. I think he'd have a lot of fun. Kyle. Yeah, he he is everywhere. Like he's he's great and invincible. I really loved the movie Minari last year, and he was fantastic in that. Um, I'll just say, like, I just kind of lost interest in The Walking Dead after he left because uh, he was probably my favorite character. Um, yeah, he's just everything he he shows up in. He's always he's almost always like the MVP or like the takeaway from that project. Even in as random, like he, I remember he's in an episode. I think he's in an episode of New Girl. And just randomly shows up, and I was like, "Oh shit, he's in New Girl!" And he's still like, you typically like that episode is dominated by either Nick Miller or you know Schmidt. And like I remember watching that episode and be like, "Yeah, that was awesome." Stephen Ewan was in it, you know. Like it, he's just he makes everything better. Um, and then having him play off of Shamik and and Jack, that's just super fun. This is now our 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 Seth Rogen verse is kind of like becoming super meta. You get Huey from the boys, you know, is a brother of Mark Grayson from invincible. So I love the way this is like holding together. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's great. And as a leader too, is really important because Steven does have that quality to him, even in, I'm going to keep waxing poetic about invincible because it's such a great show. But even in that season, as he's kind of coming into his own, you mentioned like Leo kind of becoming a leader in this movie. That's one of the best parts about that season is Mark kind of figuring out how to be a superhero. And that's a, an important part about about, you know, that role. So he he nailed it. And I would love to see him as Leo. So that's a really, really good pick. And before that says anything, I have to say. It has to be mentioned. He's hilarious because his best work is and I think you should leave season one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> everyone pays to watch a meat pie. <laughs> such a stupid yeah, oh my god people. did you watch <laughs> did you wipe <laughs> oh okay god, yeah, have you seen that? i have yeah <laughs> okay um but anyways that do you like the pick of course you do you you, you wanted him how do you I'm, feel right now uh i'm upset i'm uh you know uh i feel like you're a train just going above my head during a podcast (laughs) i have the same feelings that you do towards a train you know just it's okay (laughs) choo choo motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean what could you say the guy is great he's doing everything Oscar nominee. I mean, what do you? And he doesn't take himself seriously. He is, yeah, so great at everything. And I think probably because he doesn't take himself too seriously, he's doing the. Uh... Right now, he's on like the Charlize, the Charlize train. Mm-hmm. That's a great comparison. Yeah, that is. I want him in everything. I really do. Um. Oh, I'm so glad I got him. I'm very glad I got him now that I know that y'all. <laughs> Y'all are thinking about them. Before we swing back to Kyle, let's go to a quick break. Hey guys, never pay for late pizza. And we're here talking about the turtles, casting turtles, for Seth Rogen's upcoming movie, 
And we're with Kyle for his fourth pick. What you got? All right. Uh, so I've got my Leo, got my Casey, and my Mikey. I'm going to go to our villain. Like, we already know it's Krang. Uh, I love I love the, the concept of Krang. Like I said earlier with, like, the plot, I want to lean hard into, like, the weird side of this franchise. I, I think Dimension X is such a cool idea. For one, it's just a cool sci-fi concept that I always enjoy, but it also, like, has some lore to it. Like I mentioned, that's the origin of Mutagen, which is, like, what made the Turtles what they are. So I feel like that would make a really cool kind of uh, story arc in the movie. Um, but Krang is just so fun. Like, I just... I love the idea of this weird brain looking dude just has this vendetta against the turtles in this movie. He is uh, obviously in dimension X. He is kind of the ruler of dimension X. His army is basically a dictatorship over this dimension. Uh, Casey, since being stranded in dimension X has started to kind of fight with these um citizens of dimension x to kind of rebel against him and and start to overturn this dictatorship uh but he casts a big shadow over them he has a lot of powerful forces against them um i gotta go with someone who is as far as voice work is very fresh on my mind we just celebrated this show on our last episode of uh the effies gotta go with jeffrey wright i think that this man just blew me away and what if like he, i've always been a fan but he just i mean you when you think about it the watcher really is the main character of that show and like he without jeffrey wright voicing that character i don't know if it hits as well and like it doesn't work as well as it does with him kind of leading us through each episode um and he's great i just i i'm I've, i'm a fan of him and like source code and and westworld and i'm really excited to see what he does as jim gordon you know in the new batman movie um, can't wait for that. I, I, I just like, I, I think he shows up in all of these movies and TV shows and kind of like, I won't say bit parts, but like, they're never really lead roles other than what if. So I want to see him really take the stage as this really menacing villain. We know he can bring the voice, you know, like with, with the watcher. So just kind of like picture the watcher, but in a dark sense, like a dark side of the watcher as Krang. And I just, I would love to see him go over the top with it. Like, be corny about it. I, I want to see this movie basically be a love letter to, like, the 80s series and be very, like, over-the-top and, like, very comedic and kind of cheesy. But, like, I would love to see him kind of anchor that as this really, like, egomaniac <laughs> ruler of Dimension X. So I got to go with Jeffrey Wright. Thad, what do you think? I love Jeffrey Wright. Uh, <laughs> I can't... Of course, I've he's known for other roles, but... He's in probably the uh, the best comedy of like the last ten years, Game Night. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I love Game Night. Game Night's so good. I forgot he was in that. Holy shit, he's the the game master, right? Yeah. Oh my god, that's great. <laughs> he just gets knocked out. <laughs> like <laughs> he does. just like he was in the Hunger Games too. He was. Yeah, Catching Fire. That's right. But yeah, I just love that guy. He just, you know, you were talking about him doing bit parts and stuff, but even when he does it, it's still so great. Yeah. It's like, even in game night, he gets knocked out, and then he's like, <laughs> no, real robbers, real, actual, freaking robbers came in 
and beat me up. <laughs> like, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got an amazing voice. He's done some really great voice work already. Um, and I think he would nail this. It's, I Like, to get kind of stretch his chops and, and really kind of uh, have some fun with the role, I think he, him as Krang would be very inspirational. I feel like it's like a almost like a whole casting uh, our boy as as Odin, you know. Uh it's it's like uh, it's like really do we need that? No, but you know what? It's going to be amazing that that we did it. And it's not my MVP pick, but I think Jeffrey Wright as Krang would like solidify like okay, wow, Krang is an actual villain. Like people will actually start knowing about our boy cuz he's he's been there since day 1. And I love how weird he is. Like, he's just this brainy looking thing and just he, he's he's absurd. Yeah. And I think Jerry Wright could really do some fun with that. Oh, I dig it. Is, is Krang, is he going to be like trying to just destroy Earth? Is he trying to take over? What's his MO for this exactly? Yeah. So when we meet him, it's uh, like in one of the early scenes of. A lot of this, too, I want to see it kind of flip back and forth between the turtles on Earth kind of discovering about Dimension X and Casey in Dimension X, like, building this rebel, like, kind of uh, basically guerrilla army <laughs> to fight against uh, Krang. So he he starts hearing about this rebellion. He's trying to squash it. But his ultimate goal is to, yeah, cross over into Earth. In the 80s series, and I think even in the comics, he does it quite a bit. This is before that's established. So this will be the first time he attempts to cross over to Earth. So he, it's it's going to be basic villain shit, like world domination. <laughs> uh, Pinky in the brain style. But uh, he, he, yeah, that's what he wants, is he wants to expand and basically not just rule over this dimension, but rule over all dimensions. And so that's going to be the, the catalyst for a lot of the action. And then once the turtles get stuck in Dimension X and meet Casey they're going to help her kind of take him down. I On it. his Rita repulsa ship. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. That leads us to Thad for your fourth pick. What you got? I am going to go with my pick for Raph. You know, I'm going to stick with someone who I think is going to be great as because I think Raph is maybe the most complex of the Turtles. Just as a character. And I think I want someone who can do comedy and really kind of show off what he can do. Now, he has been, unlike some other actors that we've picked, he's been all over the place this year and the last, last year. And he's also going to be the second person picked from the TV show Atlanta. Ooh. I'm going with Brian Tyree Henry. Oh my as god, Raph. I love this. That's, yes. Oh my god, that's perfect. I mean, he's he's just got the voice for it. I'm going through this draft. I just was thinking of actors and actresses who's like, whose voice can I can I just picture this of and. He's the one where I like, oh, this is Raph. This guy is Raph. That's it. Yeah. 
even in even in Kong versus um, Godzilla, it's like <laughs> even when he's just like cashing a check, it's like you know what this guy is so great. Yeah, yeah. Paperboy as Wrath is amazing, and that's some more love for Spider Verse right there. You know, that's right? Um, yeah. His voice, it, it, it's like it's deep, but it's it's got a little like rasp to it. You know, a little. I think that would work really well with Raph. And then the fact that him with like Zoe and Jay, I, I want to see who who your Leo is. But like him and Michael, I think is going to have some chemistry. I think that that Mikey and Raph pairing will will work really well. And yeah, I just think that him as Raph, you can get like, he can be funny, but like you can get really like the the dark side of Raph and like show just how angry he can get and, and just how complex Raph really is. You know, um, there's a lot more to him just than his anger. So I love that so much. Kyle, how do you feel? This is, I'm now like kicking myself that I didn't think of this. Cause this is such a genius choice. I, so Raph is easily my favorite turtle. Uh, what can I say? I'm a sucker for like a brooding antihero, I guess, but he, I mean, he's like the Red Hood of the Turtles, you know? Like, he's he's such a cool character, and wow, this is so good. I love, Brian Tiger Henry is another actor that, we've kind of been talking about this with a lot of these people, but he, everything he does, I'm just like, that was my favorite thing ever. Like, it, he's so good at Atlanta. He's great in, like, two scenes, and if Beale Street could talk, um, he, I, I, back when we did our uh animated episodes draft i had him as my lead role in my my greek series i mean he's just so good like he he's in an episode of room 104 which varies in quality but his episode is easily the best like he's just everything he touches is gold he's got a great singing voice which i don't know if that would come into play here but you know if you want Raphael to sing a, a tortured musical number you've always got his voice <laughs> um but he's great and then having him play off of barry shell and and Michael Pena, and especially Zoe Zalsaldana, like, I would love the chemistry there. Like, that's, man, that is dynamite chemistry already between all of your cast members, which is really important when you have something like the Turtles, who are a family. So you need that great chemistry between all of them. Um, yeah, this is easily my my favorite casting choice yet. That's fantastic. It It's pretty close to, to Pena. I don't I don't think it quite, quite beats it, but just them together would be so fun that might be one of my favorite pairings like to to like see on screen i think so far between all the movies yeah i dig all right well then that means we're back to thad fifth pick who you got well i'm finishing up the turtles here and since you took steven yun i have to go with my second choice for leo and i want someone who has and establish chemistry with at least a couple of these actors in case they have to be in the same room. And, you know, you got to be comfortable sitting in the same room in, you know, in your pajamas since it is just a voice job. So, <laughs> so I am going to pick Mr. Oscar Isaac as my Leo. Oh my God. I love it. Wow. <laughs> this is the sexiest turtles cast ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally the cast that you want to see in half of a show <laughs> yes 
the back half. <laughs> yeah, this Oscar Isaac, he's another actor who is just now going to be in everything. He's he's got uh, I think he's in Dune. He's mm-hmm. going to be Moon Knight. He's going to be in Spider-Verse. He was already in the first one. Yes. Hell yeah. I mean, Spider-Verse again. Spider-Verse again. Miguel, Spider-Man 2099. What up? Um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's already shown he can do it. He's got a great voice. Again, great chemistry with everyone else on the cast. He's done work with pretty much everyone, I think, on that cast now. Except maybe for Jay Baruchel. I think he's the only one he hasn't done any kind of work with. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, Jay Baruchel, he's catch-up. He'll work with anyone. So, Really? Does catch-up work with anyone? It's a great condiment. Don't disrespect catch-up. <laughs> I like catch-up. Like, gonna... It does not go with everything. We're gonna have you to just do a wait until the condiment fight. draft. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> condiment street fight is gonna happen. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Proceed. I can't wait for Damon to pick relish with this first pick. <laughs> <laughs> I I I don't hate relish, but I'm not a I'm not the biggest fan. That that would not be on my short board. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Oscar Isaac. I mean. What can you say? This guy is just great. He's great. You you everything said it he all. does. Everything he does, it's just great. Yeah. I can't think of a bad role that he's done. Even Poe, which turned you know, took a deep dive downward, he was still pretty charismatic in it. Oh yeah. Kyle, how do you feel? I am a huge Oscar Isaac fan, and I, I agree. Like I think it's impressive when you mentioned Miguel, I, I was like, oh shit, that's really impressive that once that comes out, once the second Spider-Verse comes out, he'll have been in three separate Marvel properties that are not in the same, like MCU, Moon Knight, X-Men Apocalypse, and then Spider-Verse, which is really fucking impressive because Marvel tries its hardest to be one unit, but you know, it still has those different, you know, Fox and Sony and all that. But that's impressive. Um, he's great. He has a really, really great voice that is just very... Him as Leo is perfect because it is a very like commanding kind of leader type voice, uh, but it's also really charismatic. He play, you know, you can play off of all of these people really well. He's proven that he can play off literally anyone well. Um, you're right, even like the bad roles. Like I'm thinking of like Robin Hood, which was a terrible movie, but he is the best part of that movie. Um, yeah, he 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 can play off of literally anyone, and I just I feel like he would be. I, I like that these are all I like that the three of us went different route, different routes with like kind of tone and then like different ages. But with this kind of more adult cast, I think that he still brings like the heart and soul aspect of it, which I would worry about with a Turtles cast. that's a little older because that's the Turtles at the end of the day still have to be light and have to be funny, which you're going with a comedic tone. And I, I love that. And then. Oscar Isaac definitely has that Poe Dameron kind of sarcastic snark that you can bring to Leo. So that's perfect. Oscar Isaac is everything you would want. I feel like in a, an older Leo, you know, um, 
as like I feel like this almost works better for you since you are going with a little bit more of an older Leo. Um, like you said before, charismatic, commanding. I feel like he's he's just he would definitely be the leader. And Oscar Isaac can do no wrong. I feel like he's going to make this cast just. It was great before, but that just makes it just um, like possibly legendary. Like just one of those voice casts, you're like, wow, like every single one's a hit. They all work so well together. Oscar Isaac has chemistry with a freaking door. <laughs> so imagine him with, with Michael and Brian and Zoe. I I like that pick. I honestly think I like that more for you than if you had had Steven. Uh, so, you know, good for you that I, that I did that for you. Uh, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, th- yeah. Getting that fifth round. Fantastic. I, I love that. Dad. And now we're going back around to Kyle for his fifth pick. Who you got? All right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, who do I have left? I have Raph. Just Raph. Okay. No, you um, have two more. You have Raph. Oh, and that's right. Donnie. That's right. Raph and Donnie. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Raph. Uh, he's like I mentioned, he's my favorite turtle. I love this character. Um, I want someone who. You guys have already mentioned this, but just someone who can get the like the angry side of Raph really well, but not not an angry Raph who like takes himself too seriously and is still like a good sport about things. And is he's still at the end of the day is like loyal to his brothers. Uh, this is a guy who I'm a big fan of um, in everything he does really. I mean, he's most known for the MCU. I didn't anticipate having this much MCU connection, but here we are, <laughs> but I do love his stuff outside of the MCU. I think that every time he shows up, he has a very, He's typically on the more comedic side of things. And so I feel like this would be his chance to do a little bit more of like an angry kind of comedy, which would be really fun. Um, I'm going to go with Anthony Mackie as Raphael. Love this guy. Our our Captain America himself. I think that he is. Yeah, he's super fun. And just again, another actor. He just shows up and I kind of perk up. I'm like, oh, shit, it's Anthony Mackie. You know, I even going back to like uh fucking like eight mile like i just like i watched eight mile much later not when it came out obviously but i watched it after i had seen him in a ton of stuff and i was like holy shit falcon is clarence who lives with his parents what uh it's just so fun he's he's so fun in everything he does and like i said he kind of brings the comedy in a lot of stuff he has that seth rogan connection because of the night before um which is a great christmas comedy and i feel like i want to see that kind of that Anthony Mackie in more of an angry, so like that Anthony Mackie with the comedy, but then in like an angry side of Raphael, which he even does anger really well. Like there's a movie that he did last year called Synchronic, which was a really fun sci-fi movie, pretty dark, but he definitely plays a more kind of hard edge character in that. Um, he's really good in that uh, altered carbon. He's great in that. I just feel like he, he can bring kind of the dark side as well. And I want to see that streak as Raphael. But I also think that he can just play off of Simu Liu as really well. I think with this, easily my highlight of this movie would be Raphael and Michael Angelo, because we know that Falcon and Spider-Man, like, you know, are that older brother, little brother dynamic kind of, but they also kind of hate each other, but they don't. Like, I just, we haven't gotten to see that a ton because even though they've been in the movies together, it's been in very brief passing moments, but we see it off camera. Like, we my favorite thing in the MCU 
is Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, and Tom Holland just fucking with each other. It's my favorite thing. They're so funny together. So I would love to see that actually, you know, in a movie and him being like this begrudging older brother to Mikey. And again, these are younger turtles who are trying to figure shit out and like trying to grow up themselves, but also trying to be brothers to each other. So I just, I feel like he would play off of Mikey really well and, and Casey really, really well. Uh, and Leo, I think that there would be some fun clashing between him and Leo and trying to figure out who the leader is. And I feel like that Anthony Mackie could play that really well. He he knows how to be like an asshole while still being a likable character. So I'd, I'd, I would love to see him as ref. I, I like that you said that Anthony will, would be able to play a likable asshole really well. And that at the end of the day, that isn't that what Raph is. It's like someone <laughs> we look for and love. But yeah, he he's a bit of a dick. Like, come on, like, chill out, man. Just yeah, yeah. You gotta be like that all the time. Just like aggro, like just one hundred percent. Anthony would be fun with that, and it would give you a little bit more like him, the teenage Raph. So he's still like you know maybe still a little bit kiddish himself. A little maybe you know still hit a little bit of the comedy himself. I'm for Anthony in, in anything and everything. Such a huge fan. Uh, you know, Louisiana represent. That's right. And I'm glad you mentioned Alter Carbon. I personally love season two, and I hated that everyone hated it. Um, he was great. I loved him. He needs more roles. I think him as Raph, the, the chemistry between him and Tom would be so fun. And I think him and Simu would be great too. Like really, I think it's it's a plus all across the board as far as your your draft right now. I cannot wait to see who who you guys for you have for Donnie. Just to wrap it up, like if you if you nail it, that it's going to be really really hard to beat. Fat, what do you think? I, I what can everyone likes Anthony Mackie. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone has a bad word to say about Anthony Mackie. I mean the most crap i think people could say about anthony mackie that he lost to eminem but i think you know like <laughs> recent events around uh mom spaghetti i think i think maybe he won i think <laughs> he won true. True. you know for uh all you non-football fans look up eminem's restaurant and mom spaghetti and football oh and see see what happens God. i think anthony mackie won that's all i'm gonna say he won <laughs> so kyle are you going for like uh like more of a midway through pain and gain kind of Anthony Mackie. Interesting. That's a great movie. I have mixed feelings about it as I do with basically every Michael Bay movie, but he <laughs> it's on the upper echelon of his movies. I'll say that. And yeah, that's a great comparison. I, I think that's a good blueprint to use because yeah, the movie has problems, but he is really fun in that. So that's yeah. Yes, yep. is the answer. <laughs> yeah, because midway hits where it's like he starts kind of getting corrupted with it, and then you kind of see Anthony Mackie's character start to make a change, and it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, so for sure. I love it. That's that's a really good pick, Kyle. Thank you. Yeah, and I like now, that. We we've gone we've gone Raph, but have we gone a little bit too Raph? We're about to find out. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that line in somewhere, y'all. That's my too favorite. Rap, too furious. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite line in all of the Ninja Turtles movies when he's hanging up and Secret of the Ooze. It's like, oh yeah, it's quiet. Yeah, a little too quiet. Oh hey, look, it's Raph. Yeah, 
a little too, Raph. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I it, it. I will probably say that to my in my, like in my head to myself on my deathbed <laughs> and laugh. Just laugh. Oh, too, Raph. Okay, I'm going, <laughs> Raphael. And of course, I'm going. You know, teenager years. This Raph is very all over the place. He's got a lot of anger issues. Why is he angry? First of all, I mean, not none of the other turtles are like they're they're chill. Like, why? What, what do you have to be angry about? You like, of course, he's a teenager, and you got to have one angry teenager. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and he's just trying to learn and, and figure out who he is and who he is to everyone else. And I figured, why not have someone who's we've seen go through that in a TV show recently who's maybe got some anger issues and maybe has the ability to go dark but doesn't because their mentor makes sure they don't I'm talking about Jolo Maraduena Miguel Miguel from Cobra Kai yeah I love that yes um jolo is so good in that role he's very believable very vulnerable but also like he's a badass like you know he's like he is once he you know gets out of his shell very very shy and awkward at first but once he you know becomes confident uh, that cobra kai mentality he really becomes his own and uh, jolo is just so fun in that role and you see him you know, ebb and flow as far as being funny and light and then being kind of an asshole <laughs> and dickish and then and trying to be, redeem himself. And I think Jolo is, as Raph would be so great for that. Um, you, you, you see a lot of that inner turmoil and you'll, you'll see him get like really fed up and just, I don't know. I just think this would be such a great role for him to go to from Cobra Kai. And I, I think he would be really fun to, to see, you know, to go with Jack Quaid and Shamik. I, I think it'd be a really fun voice cast. I think they'd have a lot of good chemistry. So that's my pick. Kyle? I'm a huge fan. I I still have to catch up on Cobra Kai. I know I am some I'm somewhere I think I finished season two, but I I haven't gotten into season three yet. Um but I, I do love uh Miguel. I, I think how do you pronounce his first name? Jolo? I believe Jolo. Hopefully I'm not mispronouncing it. I, I've listened to a couple of interviews. I believe I believe that's it. Okay. Um, um, yeah, he's great. I I was a big fan of the show Parenthood uh, that was on. He was great, and that is the first time I saw him in anything. Um, I forgot that was him. Yeah, he's uh, Joel and Julia's uh, adopted son. Yeah. And for, oh. like, I mean, very young in such a, like, a very dramatic role, and he's really great in that. And then, yeah, he's super fun in, in Cobra Kai. I love that this is his chance to be a little more rebellious and like kind of a darker role. Um, but still, he's a teenager, so he's like got a light. I mean, you know, I just I think that he is a very talented actor, so he could pull that off really well. Um, yeah. I mean, other than those two things, Cobra Kai and Parenthood, I don't think that I've seen him in anything else. So this, I think this would be a really great way to like this would like if he's not already a star because of the Cobra Kai, this would be a great way to make him a star and make him a household name being in a, a huge franchise like this. So that's a great pick. I love it. Thank you. And he also is in the newer animated Fast and the Furious animated TV show. Oh, that's right. On Netflix. Yeah. Yes. I need to so check that out. 
he's not a you know he's no stranger to voice acting. I think he'd be great. Dad, are you a fan of this pick? It's also no stranger to family. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't really know much about him. I, when I looked him up, I do remember him as the kid from Parenthood more than the kid <laughs> from Cobra Kai. <laughs> Although I do know him from Cobra Kai. I just never put the pieces together. So those are really my only two avenues to him. But he does... He does seem to have a lot of ability to show off that anger. So, from everything I've seen, I like him. Just, I think he can play Angry Boy really well, and that that's what you need from Rat. Do oh turtles go through puberty? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean... I just know... saw... <laughs> <laughs> go on, Damon. Teach us all about... The turtles the tur- and puberty. Turtle puberty. The, the and go. Movies. No, um, not I, happening. I, I just saw, I didn't know this. I Maybe I knew this and just completely forgot it. He's also playing, holy shit, he's playing Blue Beetle in the Blue Beetle oh, movie yeah. that's coming out. That. Yes. Oh, oh my god, really? that is perfect casting. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Wow, that's okay. Now I'm even more into this. This is great. <laughs> See, he's going to do things, and I feel like him as Raph would just just be another step, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. Okay. I'm glad you like it. I'm going to move along to my next pick. My last pick. The first pick of the last round. My wild card. So, we're going teenage years. The antagonist is Baxter Stockman. He's doing all of his scientist's evil ways. Trying to keep up a nice front. You know, he's just a simple scientist trying to make his money and do his thing. And of course he has an intern by the name of April O'Neill, which is of course the actual origin of, of said April in the comics. Um, So, you know, I think that would be a cool little callback to that. Um, Not exactly the same, but you know, she's an intern and I feel like she maybe sees something going down and, Maybe gets chased, of course, you know, leads up in the sewers for some weird reason. Probably not. Maybe they just see her while they're doing rounds. That makes more sense. Um, but I wanted I wanted April to be very confident, very uh, self-assured. Um, someone who's just going to be able to be there right, right with the turtles, step by step. Um, someone who just has a good voice, has done some voice work. Um, knows IP very well. She was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's one of Thad's favorite people. Oh. I'm talking about Chloe Bennett. How dare you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Thad, I thought you were going to pick her first, and I was about to be like, well, damn. (laughs) There goes my... my (laughs) But you didn't, so I saved it for my last pick. Um... I know you're happy for this. You would love to see her as April. That don't lie. I think she'd be so fun. Like, like you, you get that vibe maybe as she who she was as Daisy. Um, she's just a fun person. Like you'll you'll see her in interviews and she's, I don't know. I, I feel like I would you could hang out with her and have like some, one of the some of the funnest times you could have. And April is fun, but also I feel like you need someone who's going to be. I won't, almost want this April to be maybe like. Not even a leader, but someone who's going to be 
just as important to the group as as anyone else. So I think Chloe would be able to give you that feeling. Thad, how do you feel? I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I I do appreciate that you have... uh... You've officially given her the excuse that she gave to get out of the Powerpuff Girls uh, show that was happening. Uh, she did back out of it due to scheduling conflict. So I guess now we know what her scheduling conflict was. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Exactly. She had to do something that was better than whatever that that mess was. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. What a disaster. Uh, well, you know what? Never mind the Powerpuff Girls. This is not a Powerpuff Girls draft. <laughs> Although that is coming soon. No. Yes. <laughs> it, it's not. Not at all. <laughs> do you think Chloe would be a good April? I do. I do. She's She's got the energy for it. Yeah. She's got the right voice for it, and she's got the energy for it. She's. I think you need someone who's going to be a little... Uh, what's the word? Not anxious, but more upbeat and more ambitious if there's a way to project someone who's ambitious just through their voice i think she's got it i like that she's driven has a very driven voice very ambitious i like it kyle you a fan i am i yeah i love chloe bennett i i think this is a really really good call um like i mentioned before in the 2012 series i think april was a big standout of that she is given a lot more to do in that series i don't know how i feel about like the her being I think she's like half uh, whatever Krang's race is in that movie, or I mean series, which is a really interesting choice. I don't know how I feel about that. But it, she is given more to do, which is I, I appreciated that. And of course, she's voiced by Katara herself, Mae Whitman, which is super fun. Um, but Chloe Bennett, yeah, is is super fun. I think energy is the right word here, right? Like She brings a lot of really positive energy as Daisy, and I, I think that she would definitely do that as April. So that's a great pick. Thank you. And I mean, uh, that that just kind of leads to like the actual storyline. Of course, you know, she's what leads the turtles to Baxter. You get some sort of conspiracy going on. Baxter meets the turtles is just mystified. And and that kind of leads him down like everything he does from that point on is in hopes of cat catching the turtles. Mm, yeah. So I love and that. that's like, yeah. And he fails miserably. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, that's my movie. That's my cast. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Growing Pains, still working <laughs> title. Um, I hope you like it. Kyle, you have one more pick. Who you got? All right. Yeah, one more pick. Got to go with my Donatello. Um, I'm not going to... That's pretty much all the story I want to go with because I want to keep it like I want I trust them with the rest of it. I just want to give them the blueprint of like put it in Dimension X uh, and you're gold. Um, before I get to my last pick of Donatello, we're going to go to one last quick break. Hey, guys. And if you've been contacted with a secret news, please, please call your local uh, healthcare provider and see if you can get that taken care of. But we're just drafting turtles, just casting turtles, and we're in the last round. Kyle, you're drafting your person for Donatello. Who you got? That's right, Donatello. He's joined by uh, Simu Liu, Anthony Mackie, Tom Holland. Just a lot of fun actors tapping into the comedy side. I want to keep that up with an actor who 
I think we've seen can do drama really well. Um, but I want to. I know he can do comedy. I want to see him tap into that. I haven't seen it enough from him, but he's a really great actor, and he just makes a lot of really great choices, like picking roles. Um, I got to go with Jonathan Majors as Donatello. I love this guy. He's great in again everything. <laughs> I love him in the the last Black Man in San Francisco. He was robbed of the Oscar nomination for that, but he's also great in Lovecraft Country. Obviously, he made a huge splash on Loki as Kang. He's Kang fighting Krang now. Uh, but he, <laughs> yeah, he's just another guy who is going to be, I think, about to be all over. Like, he's obviously, I think they're kind of building up to him being possibly the big bad of the MCU going forward. But even if that's not the case, we'll get him a lot in the MCU. And also, I just think he's about to be in a ton of things. I feel like we're on the precipice because of like Lovecraft Country, he was just incredible in that. And so I feel like he's just going to start being casted in so many different things. Um, and I would love to see him as Donnie. I, I, like I said, he, he, we know he can be dramatic and be a really great dramatic actor. But I, I think that he even brings elements of comedy to that that is really great. Um, even as Kang in that, in that last episode of Loki, he's very mysterious but he brings some elements of comedy to it that i like and I, I i think that yeah you put him in this kind of role where it's not as i don't know maybe like not as intense <laughs> and he gets to have a lot more fun with uh his, you know the other turtles i feel like he would have dynamite chemistry with all of my turtles really with simu anthony and tom and with zazzy and i feel like just him going up against jeffrey would be really fun um yeah, I just I, I, I love Jonathan Majors. I can't wait to see what he does. He's an actor. I think that is just about to blow up and I, I want to see him as Donatello. I feel, I feel like that should be the next thing he does to really rise to stardom. Dad, what do you think? Yeah, I like Jonathan Majors. This, you know, I'm really like you said, he's going to be in the MCU. I think we might legitimately see him in every single MCU movie. <laughs> yeah. Literally, because, you know, if you're following, if you're a fan of the comics, there's a there's a pretty good, you know, reason to think that you're going to get a different version of Jonathan Majors Kang in every single MCU movie going forward. So he he's going to be in everyone's face pretty soon. So this is pretty perfect. Catch him right as he's on the rise. It's an Emmy nominee. He's probably going to soon be an Oscar nominee. I mean, the guy is good. I mean, we haven't really seen much of comedy, but I mean, just the MCU by itself. You're, they're not casting anyone that can't do a little bit of comedy here and there. So, <laughs> Right. So, I mean, that's a great pick. Thank you. I almost, like, I wanted to pick Jonathan Majors and just to have him in the movie. Like, I, don't, I, was, I was thinking, like, yeah, maybe I'll go Krang, you know, Kang, Krang, you know, <laughs> I definitely thought thought about it. Um, he would be good as Donatello because he definitely ha- can play that much more intelligent person. Um, but he is still also very easygoing. Like, you know, he, like him as Tick, I think was, along with Journey Smollett, was the, just the best parts of that show. While I had problems with the pacing and, and some other things, it was, it was still a good show. I'm still mad it got canceled. Yeah, and just him as Tick was so fun. 
he was really good at being angry. I actually thought about him as as Raph for a moment, you know? Yeah. But he's another person who I think could have been actually every single turtle except for Mikey. Yeah. But I still think <laughs> he's a fairly funny person. Like, him as, Lo- as I'm sorry, as he who remains in Loki wasn't funny so much as amusing. He was so lively and, like, theatrical and just... um. I don't know. It was so magnetic of a performance and him as, as Donatello would just be fun. It would be great. I, I would really like to see him take that on and see how he would do it. The MCU cast you got going on is just chem- like chemistry wise. I think it's going to pop. I have nothing bad to say about any of your casting and, and Mount- Jonathan majors really is like, I think maybe more than, anybody is about to literally launch off his career like he's i i I think chadwick boseman levels in my opinion yeah i don't say that lightly yeah so that's a that's a great comparison and i I will i implore anyone listening who hasn't seen the last black man in san francisco check that out it's a really really great kind of underseen uh drama from 2019 and he does i'm kind of relying on that for the comedy because he you see some kind of little like flashes of comedy in that he brings some lighter stuff to that, which is kind of a heavy movie. So yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun in that movie. I dig it. I like it. That is a fantastic cast Kyle for your movie. Uh, what's it called again? Uh, teenage, teenage mutant Ninja turtles, strange worlds. Not a bad title. I think you beat me on the title front this time, Kyle. <laughs> it's so. the first time for everything. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. We are here. The last pick of the draft, or with Thad, you have April, you have the four turtles. Who's your wild card? Now, I had a tough choice. I've been mulling my last pick over. Do I go full chaos, or do I try and win the draft? (laughs) Full chaos, do I try to win the draft? Full chaos, do I try to win the draft? You had to try hard. I think Kyle might have this one in the bag. I always advocate for chaos. You know my vote. <laughs> <laughs> I love chaos, and you are the AOC. That's true. The agent of chaos. That's true. Hmm. You know what? Screw it. I'm going for it. I'm going chaos. Oh, yeah. So, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Um. <laughs> There's some people who just do not understand this reference. (laughs) And there's a... Every movie that he's done, at least the best ones, there's always a musical number. Like, this is the end. There is the, you know, no spoilers, but, you know, spoilers. Uh, There's a big Backstreet Boys number. Yeah. Wait, hold, hold up. Dad, did you just say no spoilers? But spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just said, what? It's, it's an almost 10 year old movie. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's not even spoilers at that time, but th- th- that was just a great segue. No um, spoilers, but spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, there's a big Backstreet Boys number, and, you know, there was a. If it's one thing that I remember as a kid from those live action Ninja Turtle movies. It's the songs. Mm-hmm. Go Ninja, Even go, though, go, 
That's right. I need a musician who's going to be in every one of these movies. The original Seth Rogen Ninja Turtles movie. I need someone who's going to be down to do the sequel. I need someone who's going to be kind of silly and kind of a tryhard, but I also want this person to be talented as well. So, you know, first person I thought of when you think of tryhard musician is Drake, not picking Drake. Um, Please thanks. don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm picking Aubrey Graham. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> No, I am picking someone who's just going to produce bangers for our Seth Rogen-led Ninja Turtles movie. DJ Khaled. <laughs> Another one. Um, <laughs> no, I am picking someone who's also going to come up on the rise, who is proven that he is not a one-hit wonder. I want little Nas X. Yes. Oh, my God. This is fucking incredible. Holy shit, who is he? Is he even like is he just little Nas X? Yeah. I want him to just be himself. I want him to just be himself. He's just gonna like hang out with the turtles, just like how Vanilla Ice <laughs> for some reason knew that the turtles were there and just came up with a song about the turtles. I want little Nas X just coming up with songs about the turtles. Just like coming up with them. He's gonna do the soundtrack. It's gonna be fantastic. A little Nas X Ninja Turtle soundtrack sounds so good. The production on his his album Montero is it's so, so good. Yes, yeah. I would never I, guess that's a banjo. That's true. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what to say. Like this is just inspiring. This is. I did not see that coming at all. Uh, Kyle. The, yeah. Damon Damon said you can't win and then you said fuck you here's Lil Nas X like that is so oh my god that's incredible because I didn't know what villain you were gonna go with and I love that you were just like nah fuck it I'm gonna just yeah instead just like I feel like this needs to be a trend of movies that like we don't need I'm sure this movie would have a villain like it's unfortunately we can't really do an Ninja Turtles like they, no one's going to make a Ninja Turtles movie without an antagonist. But I feel like more more movies need to have just like less of like a conflict plot and more of just a fun adventure plot. And like Lil Nas X just kind of tagging along as himself is so oh, that's so fun. I oh, my God, this is easily your best casting choice. It's incredible. I love it also because of the fact that it's animated. So just yes. have like animated little Nas X and yes. like all kinds of awesome outfits, like even more extravagant than what he already does in real life. Oh man. You know what it, you know what it gives me? It gives me uh Scooby Doo Monster Island vibes. Who are the the Hex sisters? This is yeah. what it it makes me think of the Hex sisters, which is I fucking love the Hex sisters, so that's incredible. Wow, I this is I don't even yeah, that's that is the only way we could have ended this draft. Um, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> you said chaos, so but what you meant was genius. <laughs> hey, sometimes they're the same damn thing. Uh Dad, thank you so much for joining us. You put on a beautiful board. I would love to see that movie 
Um, I think you still have my my MVP pick with Michael Pena. I just think like that as Mikey is just it. It would be I I want to hear I I need to hear that I think more than any of these picks. So fantastic. Um, Thad, what do you think is your favorite pick? I yeah I gotta say I I still like Stephen Yun. I still like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Kyle, what's your favorite? Uh, other than that, just because that just happened and I'm still floored, uh, Lil Nas is incredible. But I am probably going to say, I want to say for both of y'all, because I genuinely think both of y'all crushed this. Like, this is one of the best drafts we've done in a while. Um, and for Thad, I want to say Brian Tyree Henry, because that's just, I can hear him saying Raphael lines in my head. Like, that's just so perfect. And then Damon... This is just, I mean, every, everyone is so perfect, but I, pr- I probably got to say uh, Shamik as Donnie because he's just so likable. And, like, I want to see Shamik in more things. I did see Dope, like, one time. I want to rewatch it because it's a fun movie, but I just want to see Shamik do more things. So, yeah, those are, these are just all three really fun boards. I want to see all, Seth Rogen just needs to make all three of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe he'll just, do you know sequels and each time it'll be a new cast and it'll just be these casts yes <laughs> the turtle verse <laughs> the turtle verse well i like turtles <laughs> and we all like turtles here at planet fantasy dad you were an agent of chaos as always you lived up to your name thanks for joining us i'm sure we'll have you on very shortly again i believe we have you lined up for a stewards of sound uh if i'm not mistaken correct yeah, we have him for, I think, the 90s, joining uh, our pal. Oh, we're re- reuniting the Muppet movie pals with Thad and Liv. So we are. Fun. <laughs> Can't wait. Thad, uh, any, anything to say to the admiring fans at home? Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Said Rogan. <laughs> No one's gonna gonna be like, what is he talking about? (laughs) No one is gonna understand this at all. I don't have anything to add, Kyle. Uh, do you have anything to tell the people at home? No, thank you for listening. Next week, I can't say a ton about it. We're gonna keep some mystery because it is a very new type of episode that we're doing. I'm really excited. It was Damon's idea, and I think it's one of the best ideas he's ever had. Uh, I can just say we'll be joined by three friends. Um, it's going to be themed around an IP. It's going to be very experimental. You're going to want to tune in next week, but we'll catch y'all then. Bye, guys. May the odds be ever in your favorite.